So welcome again with a new episode of our Corporate Venturing Podcast. Uh, today's episode, uh, we wanted to dive a bit deeper into um, the collaboration between an established company, Energy Lab, and uh, a new kit on the block, Moonbird. And I think this episode is important because in the previous episodes, we talked about venture building, corporate venture capital, a lot of very intense ways of collaborating between young companies and established companies. But actually, it all doesn't have to be so complicated. Um, and that's why uh, Energy Lab and Moonbird make a great example of a commercial partnership that is successful. So with me today, we have Elise. Hi, I'm Elise Eekhout, uh, Marketing and Communications at Energy Lab. Hey, hi, Elise. And as well, Stephanie. Um, my name is Stephanie, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Moonbird. Great. Really exciting. Um, I know both of the companies. Um, I know Energy Lab because of the, the journeys we've done at PwC uh, with your programs. And I have a Moonbird, so I've been doing my breathing exercises. But for our audience, maybe, uh, Elisa, could you uh, shine a bit of light on what Energy Lab is and what your role exactly is there? Sure. So Energy Lab energizes people and companies towards a healthier lifestyle. We help implement sustainable and impactful well-being journeys with inspirational sessions, activations, workshops, and life-changing experiences for our clients. We also offer testing and coaching services in our labs and uh, with our online apps. Um, and as for myself, I've been working for almost five years at Energy Lab. Um, I started out as a consultant, but my background is in marketing and communications. So hence the switch. Great. Thanks, Elise. Very hot topic, of course. Um, Stephanie, also very curious about uh, Moonbird and, and the, the journey founding your company. How has it been so far? Yes, so Moonbird um, is a health tech company. We started it about three years ago. Um, we are in the business of helping people to breathe differently so they can work on their own health and happiness. And uh, maybe some people think like, okay, I already have to work out and eat and drink in a certain way and do all these things. Why should I now also try to breathe differently? Um, well, science shows that if you start to breathe really slowly, you can activate the relaxation system of your body, which can help you to calm down when you're stressed, feel less anxious when you have a panic attack or um, fall asleep faster when you have insomnia. Um, the latter is also the reason why I started Moonbird because I had sleeping issues myself and um, I wanted to enable myself and other people having the same issue to breathe really slowly. So we developed a physical tool um, that you hold in your hand and that uh, guides you to do these slow breathing exercises. So the device expands and contracts, giving you a pace to match with your breathing. And this makes it very easy and intuitive to do these exercises. Yeah, and I can tell I have been using it and it's it's amazing to use. So uh, thanks for coming <laughs> up with that. <laughs> um, maybe Elise, um, we, we, I've experienced firsthand how innovative of a company Energy Lab is. Uh, there's lots of own developments, uh, such as the Start to Run and the My Trace apps um, that you guys worked on and developed yourself. But sometimes you look elsewhere uh, to partner up with other companies. How do you determine whether a specific innovation need should be either built by your own teams or you're going to look elsewhere um, to, to, to partner up with something existing? Yeah, well, we always look at the gaps or needs in the well-being and sports market because, of course, that uh, are our two focuses. And we analyze where we can 
offer added value to our clients by bringing a new product or service in the market. If there is a real potential and our clients yeah, react positively or they're really asking for it, we will definitely consider investing in it. Yeah, great. So um, in comes Moonbird, of course. Uh, maybe, Stephanie, can you tell a bit on, on how you got in contact with Energy Lab and, and how it all started together? Um, it actually went through a mutual connection. Um, and somebody introduced me to um, the CEO of Energy Lab, and I had a first uh, call with him. Um, I explained what we were doing at Moonbird, and I think there was an interest to explore first what we were really doing. Um, Moonbird was, was brand new at that time. We just had the product ready, the first prototypes and so on, um, which is like two years ago, I think. And so um, we first did some kind of um, small partnership where we tested Moonbird um, at Energy Lab. And so it was first like a kind of dating um, thing that we did. And so they tried the device. Um, we did a small pilot together and it was evaluated positively. And then we, yeah, we just started to think how we can work together and implement Moonbird into what Energy Lab was already doing. Yeah, and Elise, anything to add from your side on, on those first steps in, in getting to know each other, the dating uh, period? Yeah, it's it's actually how we like to approach uh, new partnerships, because if we test it and we're really convinced of the benefit and, and the quality of the product, it makes it so much easier to implement it with our clients because we really believe in it. Uh, so that was the case for um, Moonbirds, and we were happy uh yeah, to be able to use it and experience the benefits from our, our from it ourselves, um, and that made it so easy afterwards to implement it in our uh, well-being journeys. Yeah, I think Moonbird has has a clear B two C direct to consumer uh, strategy, while Energy Lab uh, focuses uh, on a B two B two C model. Let's say, is that. Um, a way was that a specific reason for you guys at Moonbird to team up with Energy Lab, a new channel, a new way of of, of reaching uh, an audience? Yeah, absolutely. So we first tried to approach this market ourselves as well um, because we saw um, not really an interest, but we saw that there was potential. So we wanted to test it. So we also reached out to companies directly, and Energy Lab was actually one of them. So we did a number of these pilot studies with a number of co companies that we reached out to directly. Um, but then eventually it made just much more sense to do this together with Energy Lab because they are already going to companies. They are already proposing these uh, programs. So it's it's much more convenient and spares us from energy and time and, and resources and so on if we could click in Moonbird into their proposition rather than us having a sales force going to companies and so on. And this uh, B2B channel is also absolutely not our largest channel it's something that we actually like to do um because we really want to spread the message of proper breathing through as many channels as possible it's not really a, a, a massive sales channel itself um it's more like an awareness channel i would say um but um yeah it, it just makes much more sense to do it collaboratively than on our own yes and is, is a commercial partnership um, what this is, or does it go beyond that? Are you guys also collaborating on, on the product itself, on research, uh, or is it purely um, a go-to-market uh, commercial partnership? For now, it's a commercial partnership, although we do get feedback and we get a number of interesting insights out of it. 
Um, I know that people who do the programs often have other well-being trackers. So it, it's not that we did it in a, in a formal study or something, but we have noticed that people who use Moonbird before going to bedtime sleep better and that they see this on their wearables, on their data. Um, and these kind of insights actually would be very interesting for us to explore further. So it's actually a great idea, Lisa. I never thought about <laughs> it, but maybe we could more formally set it up when we do another program and then really dive into the data and look at, and, at these parameters. Um, up until now, it has been largely an, a commercial partnership. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that's that's quite interesting because for us also it's it's really an insight in in yeah more than just a breathing but also a sleeping pattern and everything and what can infect it. So we we do have um, campaigns that also re, uh, yeah revolve around stress detection and sleep, for example, where breathing is, a, is an essential part of it and has a huge impact on it. Um, so yeah, absolutely a good idea. Who knew this podcast uh, would <laughs> new ideas for us? <laughs> <laughs> That's already good. <laughs> There's um, a lot of great innovations happening in the space of mental and physical well-being, and, and rightfully so. Um, but I, I can Im imagine for you guys at Energy Lab, it's also sometimes overwhelming, all the new stuff that comes out, all the new things that are happening. How do you make sure that you don't jump on just any train and, and really filter through the solutions that you want to put forward to your clients? Yeah, well, we always keep our eyes and ears open for interesting developments uh, in the well-being market, whether it's a new product or a new brand or a new player. But for us, the scientific base is an absolute must. Energy Lab is really known for its quality and credibility because science is the base of everything we do. So when we partner up with others, that common ground is really essential. Um, we also believe in true partnerships where we learn from each other and co-create as yeah, those are key to really create an impact with our customers. Yeah, and was it difficult for you guys, Stephanie, to stand out in the crowds of yeah the 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 the, the crowded landscape of uh, tools around mental and physical well being, or did you feel you immediately got traction with the right parties? Good question. I um, I'm not sure. I think it's it's a competitive space in general, especially when it comes to wearables and trackers and that kind of stuff. But when it comes to physical devices helping you breathe, it's still quite limited. <laughs> I think we're the only one at this moment. Um, and uh, yeah, we're also from Belgium, so it's more like a local thing as well. So we got to know each other more quickly. Um, I think if we would have been in the space of um, yeah, wearables really like sport trackers, like watches or something, and we would have been a Belgian company, then of course you have fierce competition of all the big players. Um, so yeah, it depends a little bit on the, on the space you're in, and I think there we're still quite lucky. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that you touch upon the Belgian and, and local aspect. Do you think that was uh, important in setting up partnerships and did that facilitate the way you guys work together? Did it uh, make things easier? Maybe uh, first from you, Stephanie, were you looking for a Belgian partner or did this just constantly happen? Well, when you're a startup, you always start your business locally. Well, maybe not all startups. I'm really talking for ourselves and, and how we approached it. Um, but it just makes much more sense because you know the market and you know some people and your network is just so important and valuable. Um, so, 
it, it just made sense to start talking to people in your environment and then seeing if you could get some yeah partnerships and do something together so it has definitely helped it isn't it isn't a specific objective um but it's just much more convenient um it would be strange i think if we would immediately have gone to a large us corporation to say let's tackle the b2b market in the us it just feels a bit more strange so yeah and and for you elise at energy lab do you focus on local solutions or uh was it a coincidence that it's just uh it happens to be a belgian company that came up with this great uh breeding device well, lucky for us, it was a Belgian company that came up with it. Um, we have partnered in the in the past with both national and international companies or startups. So it's not actually a deal breaker for us if it's not a Belgian company. Um, but however, yeah, it definitely has a lot of advantages that international uh, parties might not have, such as knowledge of that Belgian markets, really the nuances in, in culture and, and the way yeah, Belgians perceive certain aspects of well-being um, are really important yeah, factors to, to take into account when you go um, yeah, present a, a, new, a new product or a new device or even in terms of well-being, a, a, new, uh, a new way of, of accepting um, yeah, habits and uh, healthy habits. Yeah. Okay. And, and Energy Lab um, has become quite big. It's really an established company. Um, Moonbird is uh, still in full development, uh, a fast-growing company. Um, was it difficult to work together? We, we often hear that there's challenges around um, a lot of red tape or administration at the larger companies, a lot of processes, and the, 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 the younger uh, ventures waiting anxiously to get started. Is that something that you guys experienced as well? And if so, in, in what way? Um, well, I think for us, Energy Lab is kind of like a dream partner. We really like working together with them. Um, it doesn't feel like they're a bureau bureaucratic, large, established corporation um, with long times to, to do the contracts and so on. Everything actually went really smooth. And I, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm talking from my, my per perspective then, but I really see them as a partner and it feels really like a, like a very nice partnership and working together. And I have very good contacts with them. We call when there is something like, we don't have to plan all meetings and so on. Like it really goes really well and, um, and just smooth. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. a podcast, so people can't see Elise, but we can see that she's happy. So yeah, <laughs> happy I, listening to that. I think we have the same experience because we. Uh, I, I love it that you call us an established company. I can see where that's coming from. But in terms of structure and and like rules, we don't have as many. We're quite quite uh, straightforward, and we like to keep things simple and agile, mm -hmm. um, with a very open communication and direct feedback. So I don't really think we're yet and hopefully let's keep it that way that we're restricted by too many processes and rules because in the market that we're playing at we also need to to be able to yeah to to be agile and flexible whenever we get a curveball like we did with covid yeah we had to change uh, quite quickly in terms of our offering and we were able to do that uh, even with being a, a bit of a bigger company. Uh, so I think that's uh, absolutely one of the advantages. And that's the way we like our partnerships as well. So we're happy that if we do a partnership, that it's organic and it feels natural instead of forced and restricted by too many processes. 
Uh, that's really how it feels for us, like simple, effective, um, but everything is in place that needs to be in place and so on. So really, really nice working together with you guys. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Great. Maybe uh, before we wrap up, um, it's it's good to see that it works well for you guys. Uh, but we hear that there's sometimes some struggles out there uh, because of the, the the elements I just mentioned. I think uh, I would like to hear from each of you uh, from your perspective, if you're looking for corporate partner or a, a startup partner, um, what could be something, what's a tip you want to give to our audience um, that could facilitate the collaboration uh, and that could help in, in other understanding each other's needs and, and, and ways of working? Uh, let's start with you, Elise. Well, for me, it's really key is uh, open communication and direct feedback in both ways. So. I always, uh, I, my personal motto, I think we also live by it uh, at uh, Energy Lab is feedback is a gift, you know, either way, whenever feedback is given, just take it into account, do something with it, and always something positive comes out of it. Um, so I think for any partnership, that is like the, com the ground you should start from, and then whatever difficulty you come up with, whenever there's a feedback and an open uh, direct communication, you will find a way to solve it together. Great. And, and from your side, Stephanie, any tips to startups looking for, for partnering up with, with larger companies? Yeah, well, I think such a partnership is some kind of relationship. And as in any relationship, I think that the dating phase is really important um, because you get to know each other. You feel how the communication is, how you work, what your culture is, how transparent people are. Um, and, and these little subtleties for me are like the parameters to estimate how the partnership will be. Um, if you feel that there is difficult communication, if you have to really wait for each other, things go slow nah, 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 and during the dating phase, it's mostly a good uh, estimation of how it will be in real life. So you really have to look at that first phase and then see, was this like good for us? Did it work? What were the issues? Were there any tensions or whatever? And if there were no red flags then probably the partnership will go really well as well. And um, yeah, I found that very true. So I think this kind of setup, we did it intuitively, but it's something that we try to apply much more uh, in general now. Great. Thanks a lot to both of you for sharing your insights, for joining the podcast. Um, and uh, I would say continue to make uh, great solutions together and, and, and partner up uh, around the things you're doing. So thanks a lot. Thanks to our listeners as well uh, for listening. Uh, I will speak to you with the next episode. Bye, thanks. Bye, thank you.